Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go, so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Still Bill. Be on the show. Call the TC hotline in the USA, 734-418-7077. Internationally, catch us on Skype, username TavernCast, or send us an MP3 file at Lightspeed through the internet or web Tertron at TavernCast.com. Dot com. No, I'm doing, com. I'm doing William Shatner oh, on the read. Right. Only one rule. You send it or say it. We'll play it on the show. Like we have been. Spock, play the tape. Rock it, man. Cavern Cast was a very big part of my childhood. I listened to your damn podcast very early on and loved every moment of it. I really treasure the countless hours spent listening to your jokes and still reminisce fondly. You guys helped in making me the young man I am today, which is potentially a very bad thing, but nonetheless, I love Cavern Cast and will have a soft spot for it to the day I die, so thanks, guys. Hey, Cavern Cast crew. It's been a while since I, guys, I listened to you guys because I kind of forgot about you. I listened to things back in 06 when you guys kind of started and talked about WoW, and I absolutely adored your podcast. That was amazing. You guys were hilarious. I was young, so you guys talked about beer, and uh, that was freaking awesome. You guys talked about different things. So I'm catching up right now and listening to a couple, but uh, I hope you guys make them again because I absolutely love you guys, and and uh, I'm going to keep listening to them. I'm going to listen to all the old ones. I'm going to miss over the years. So uh, I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate uh, your time that you have given to making a podcast. Now, Dalek, I have demands more Tavern Cast. More Tavern Cast. We will exterminate. Exterminate. Check us out online at www.taverncast.com, as Kirk just told you. Donate to the show, become a subscriber, log into the forums, and check out what people are saying. Hey, Eric, for those for those of our listeners who have not yet logged on to our forums, there, there can't be that many because our forums are about to explode. Yeah, we have about three-quarters of the world population where, on our forums. Where can people find... Minus a small number. <laughs> where can people find our forums? You can go to taverncast.com slash taverntalk. Or just go to taverncast.com and click on the, I believe it's community. TC community. TC community. And I even have an avatar now. Oh, Mike even has an avatar. He, yeah. He's learned how to use this whole computer who, thing. Who made your avatar in the forums? Uh, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Is it Azamite yeah, or Azamite? 
As an I? As an As an A? As an I. As an I. You better pronounce it right. That's the name his mother gave him. It was As an I. Now look me up. Yeah, those are those are some of the cool kids from uh, the UK. Although they probably wouldn't. Those cool gentlemen from <laughs> blokes. No, bloke? Is that Australian? Bloke! Uh, bloke is English, I believe. I think it's pretty pretty English. Okay. Blimey, right. I went through all this trouble making a beautiful avatar for Blimey. Mike Monan. He just doesn't give it up props for me. My name is Azunai. Not Azunai. Not Azuni. Azunai. They can't even get it right. That's the last time I'm going to spend five hours of service for this godforsaken tavern cast. Piss off! <laughs> this is a shout out to Azunai, Azunai, Azunui, whatever. I don't know how you pronounce it, but you Ronan, rock. you're a dead man. <laughs> when you just mind your P's and Q's, Buster, and remember who you're dealing with. What are you drinking? Here. The drink of the show this time on Taverncast is St. Peter's Sorghum Beer. It's gluten-free, no wheat, no barley, etc. It's made at St. Peter's Brewery in the UK, and it's a style is a German Pilsner. Bill! Well, if you have allergies, be they peanut allergies, gluten, any kind of soy allergies, any allergies whatsoever to, for instance, wheat or barley or anything that's remotely tasty, you can drink St. Peter's Sorghum Beer because no one can possibly be allergic to sorghum. Yes. Bill, I'd like to know how you know that you're allergic to peanuts. And Bill, I'd like to know how you know what the hell is sorghum. Well, we all know sorghum comes from the Irish uh, Isle of Nid, where there are a number of people that are... uh, I've got nothing. Yes. There are a number of people that are lepers. And the lep- and as we know, don't let that stop you. And bro. as we know, lepers get, develop sores all over their bodies. And those lepers, when chewing gum, are harvested at the right time of year, so you get sore gum. Ta- Taverncast would like to apologize for the members of the audience that are lepers. Irish or lepers, or both. From the island of Nis. So these <laughs> We'll apologize twice if you're an Irish leper. These lepers with sore gums are then br- broken down into pulp and turned into beer. It is nutritious it's and delicious. from people. And cannibalistic. Yes. So this is beer uh, made from sorghum, which does anyone and actually Irish know what sorghum lepers. is? Is sorghum a soy variant? We don't know. I bet you I can find out quickly. Yeah, look it up, because we need to be authoritative about this sorghum beer. This actually, a guy in the forums not too long ago posted something up there about not being uh, gluten intolerant, actually, and he was talking about well, sorghum beers, and, and I knew know, we had one, and I was like, well, let's move this one up in the rotation so we can try it, and here we are trying it. I've never actually had a beer that is not based on barley. Well, it's funny, because I just happen to know that sorghum is a genus of numerous species of grasses, one of which is raised for grain, and many of which are used as fodder plants, either for cultivated or as part of pasture. These plants are... Wow. You're really smart. (laughs) One species is an important world crop used for food, and in sorghum syrup or sorghum molasses, also fodder, production of alcoholic beverages, our favorite, as well as biofuels. Wait, so we can... This is going to fuel us? There's a lot of sorghums. It's very interesting. Well, I know what sorghum molasses and the sequence, is. the genome was sequenced in 2009. Methane is used for biofuel too. Does that mean sorghum's like methane? So and after we like process it, it becomes methane. <laughs> I think I think gluten is anything that's like wheat or barley or stuff that has a wheat gluten thing. in it. Right? It's a, I think it's a wheat byproduct. Mm-hmm. I think gluten is like the gluey part that yeah. is you know the that's part of the. Like when you take flour and dump water in it, that's like so, right, isn't it? Really? really? That's the glue. Okay, yeah. So let's let, let's try the beer. So, so St. Peter's sorghum beer, uninformed, mm. 
Let's drink this. Let's, we don't. Let's, we can wow. try the whole on tap thing because I know Bill's already said something about it. Take, just take a smell out of this thing and <laughs> just tell me what this you is, think. I smell Budweiser. It smells like frankly. beer. I don't smell Budweiser. I smell beer. No, I smell Budweiser. In fact, when I opened the bottle, it definitely yeah. smelled like somebody let in a skunk. But it, it's it's much better now. It mellowed. The air's yeah. room. It doesn't smell it mellowed, bad at all. Yeah, it mellowed after you I'm opened it. I'm looking forward to trying it. It smells like beer to me. Well, it is a German Pilsner, so technically it should taste like Budweiser slash a much better version like of a Pilsner, Pilsner like yeah, Pilsner right. Kell or something. So, so cheers. cheers, everyone. Ow. Mm. It's all right. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good, actually. Ooh. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a Pilsner. It's it kind of like it's light. Mm. It's fizzy. It's kind of it sweet. It's like a non-alcoholic beer. Ooh, there's something. Like. Think? Yeah. Really? There's something at the yeah. end, though. A I mean, bit of a nice bitter aftertaste. Kind of like you breathe. Yeah, out. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's molasses. Think molasses. Yeah, I'll bet you're right. Tell me that isn't a molasses aftertaste, and that's probably because sorghum is molasses, or sorghum is used in molasses. It's really weird. It definitely starts out like a regular pilsner. I agree with you guys, but yep. right at the end, as it goes down the hatch, there's that. It's like sweet, kind of thin flavor. When you breathe it's it, molasses. Yeah, it's got to be molasses. Yeah, it could be. Sorghum has any it just falls off my yeah, palate completely, uh, like yeah, a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, I agree. Like there's no like there's no pop to it at all. Even though it looks carbonated in my glass, it doesn't feel like it's carbonated. There's no alcohol bite at the end that you know stick what you're around at all. It the might be. Taste. It might be. Well, it's not bad. So now on Taverncast, we've had the beer not made of beer. So my sensors will not accept the possibility of its existence. Like so it. all you gluten-free people enjoy St. Peter's, Saint Peter's. sorghum beer. And did you notice how Bill evaded the question of whether or not he knew, or how he knew he was allergic to beer? (laughs) And that's bad. What are we drinking? drinking? Do you really think you're going to catch Bill, the lawyer, with a question like that? (laughs) The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Follow me into our solo, get in the flow. And you can picture like a photo. Music makes mellow, maintains to make melodies for MCs. Motivation to break some everlasting. I can go on for days and days with rhyme displays that engrave. Deep as x-rays, I can take a phrase that's rarely heard. Now it's a daily word. I can get ill and I'm a killer bomb but no alarm. Rock Kim will remain calm. Self-esteem make me super superb and supreme before a microphone. Still I fade. This was a taste. I wasn't supposed to break. I was supposed to wait, but let's motivate. I wanna see and keep following the swallowing. Taking the making, fighting, following the leader. Follow the leader, Rock So Taverncast listeners may have noticed that there's been a there, some Rivalry, tension. some tension yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Taverncast studio. studios yeah. between uh, Bill and Mike. Uh, you know, making Mike out to be like some kind of weird UP. He put me next to Michael Jackson, the so, dead Michael look, Jackson. I said I'm sorry, so, but when you've got an accent, you know, that sort of sounds like this all the time. I mean, there's no way that I can possibly avoid that. I mean, you know, first of all, you're talking like this all the time on the show. It's so freaking easy to imitate you. I don't know what the problem is why you're getting so upset about it, Mike. I think it's time to beat down Mr. Encyclopedia see, Brown so there. We thought it would be a good time for an intervention here and let you guys kind of hash out your, your differences. So We're going to talk this out? All right. Well, you know, out. I did go, I did take debate in high school. So uh, if, we're, if you want me to, like, give a, uh, here, let me prepare a little bit here and I'll start a flow chart, see if I can come up with some analysis. 
<clears throat> Mike, loser. Bill, winner. Okay, I'm done. I think that uh, wow. that pretty much sets out my argument and, right and there. And we will have that illustration on the website. I, I don't know how we're going to solve this. Well, you know, guys, you only get one shot. So don't miss your chance to blow, because opportunity comes once in a lifetime, yo. Yo. Rap battle. <laughs> Welcome to downtown Detroit and the rap battle. It's DJ Mike and MC Bill. That are alive, you are coming with me. Uh, uh, Bill, we didn't come here to hear you. We came here to laugh, because Hawkeye's here to diss your ass. It's okay, I know you're vexed. I know you wrote your rhymes in advance, like those payday checks. I don't want to piss on every superficial issue with you. Rip you apart like tissue. Easy to diss you. Bill Tickner, Red Stater, T-Bagger, rich-ass bloodsucker, Mr. Mob Lawyer, fake big pimpin', dumbass mother... Stupid conservative, don't know what's best, just like them priests who like to molest little boys. Oh no, you need to stop, you need it. Stay in the shade, no wonder why you came out, you're already in the gay parade. Oh my, let's get high, can you do that in your coast? Or didn't Prop 19 get the most votes? Watching NFL today, where's LA? On holiday? Eastside Detroit Lions, yo, not some non-existent team you used to know. Uh... Monin's king of the show. When I'm done with you, you'll just be a little hoe. <laughs> FYI, note to self, tick their rap so lame, they're on the shelf. So pack it up, wrap it up. Too bad you can't back it up. Monin gives a flavor, so savor. Put some hot sauce on it to give it some heat. They all say, repeat, repeat. Oh, 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 detail. Oh! Like it hard. What's Bill got in return? MC Bill, that sucks. Bring it, Bill. Hey, time it down, time it down. What does that make you feel? What? Oh, yeah. Bill's in the house. Get ready. Get ready. Here it comes. Brace yourself, buddy. You're children. They're all children. What up, morning? What up? Morning. You think you're showing, but you got nothing. You podcast fading, your content's junkin'. Oh yeah. <laughs> you wear no shirt like you he manning, but when the bill comes around, you just scamming. Moaning, you think you're cool and you're pimping, but in the end, you are just wimping. You say, oh gee guys, I don't know about this bill, but everyone knows the dude can grill. He got his drinks and he ain't gonna spill. Don't mess with PvP or he's gonna kill. So you just better chill out there, Hawkeye. That's right, you think you are super fly, but you're not, you just go ahead and try. Hey, don't be shy and run away and cry. It ain't your fault, you some Midwestern guy Yelling, where the end is not And I say, what? That's some crazy blowing That dude is whack, he's just hoeing Go Infernal, go Infernal Go Infernal Wow, we can't let that stand though We can't let that stand What's, what's Mike got? I got something for your ass you must like hard and fade away. Uh. Uh. Yeah. See, I'm winning. Your face looks like mayonnaise that's grinning. I saw a girl yesterday. She was really fat. And then I thought, you know, I bet Bill would hit that. 
When it comes to intimacy, there's plenty of fish in the sea. But listen to me, I know about your little deficiency. While you're hanging with Bush, you're getting kind of nervous. I'm in my bed getting Bill Clinton service. Bill swallows more balls than tables at pool halls. Park behind the fence, but never leave the yard. Stuck in LA like some pickoff retard. You have a lot of questions, but you don't have the answers. My lyrics sick, I got rap cancer. I pay lawyers like you, simple worker bees. You think you're profiting, charging all your fees. Truth be told, I am bossy. Get a load of that. Yeah, I'm the boss, CEO to be exact. I'm from the hard east side, Detroit City. Not some weak ass LA shit. Working on a real job and task, not wearing some Walt Disney goofy ass mask. So pass that ass to me so I can squeeze the left cheek. The world don't need one more Warhammer geek. Bottom line, sorry I roasted you. I didn't mean to make a Patrick Swayze ghost of you. We just finished Halloween with all the pumpkins. All the while, Mrs. Bill was giving me blumpkins. So trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that one good. That one good. Now we got. We only got one shot back from uh, Grandmaster Flash Bill. No way. I got a couple shots back. That's you only got one yeah, shot back. Yeah, we only do four. Unless you have a giant clock around your neck, do you? Oh, all right, I gotta squeeze this all into one. No, right. <laughs> you got you got one shot back, and then we're going into the final round, which is freestyle, and both of you got to come up with something not on paper. So let's go, Bill, kick it! I'm about crazy. Uh oh, moaning. That all you got? Uh oh, here it comes. You better brace yourself. Open wide. Sick, like you in some nightmare, some bad trick. That's right, you've gone and waking the tick, and pretty soon you'll be sucking my hay now. Don't be like that. Just cause you're getting pwned by a man who ain't fat, your eyes are getting beady, you're looking like a rat. You better run, sucker, cause here comes the cat. I'm the type of guy that's built to last. Who mess with me cause I'll be hitting fast. You better shape up or you'll be in a cast. Cause that's how I roll, you looking gas. What up, morning? You think you cool, but you don't rule. You just act a fool. Bryce say, pull up a stool, but you just drool. Acting like a mule and look like some Ghostbuster chick named Zool. But that ain't right. You ain't got no clue. You've been growing since 1962. And now you're bigger than seven foot two. But looking like you're busted out of the zoo. And come here drinking all of our brew. Oh, look. You weren't ready for this attack. You're just talking ammo. Your smack, but just Jack, that's just whack. You may have a girlfriend with the big rack, well, you're just sitting around eating Big Mac. But you just listen here and better watch your back. Go Inferno, go Inferno, go Inferno, go Inferno. And there it is, Grandmaster Bill, MC Mike. And now we're going to the final lightning round, lightning round of rap battle, white guy. Rap death. Put your notes away, fellas. Look into the camera and don't even try to fake it. It's time for lightning rap round, freestyle, battle style with no notes. Bill, cue up the music. Mike, get ready. This is gonna be bad. You both got 30 seconds. Bring your worst. Look at that smirk, oh big titty.
trying to get my east side city. Look at <laughs> what, what, what's he sucking on fish from out in LA? Not a big surprise because he's gay. <laughs> now he's doing some wave and a, and a wraparound dance. Whoever knew he'd be in trying to get in my pants. Oh, 30 seconds is up. <laughs> it's time to go back to Bill. It's an edgy oh, What up, Bill? What up? What up, Bill? What up? Recue the music. Bill, get going. What's that, son? What say you see over there? I can't quite hear you with that receding hair. What you got going on with the heroes? I make all kinds of money with zeros. I got superpowers like Nero. That's right, I'll soon be working for T-Row. Come on, Monin, what you got going? You got nothing going on over there that's showing. You got your shirt and that's from the Gap. I got no word that rhymes with Gap. That's right, I can rhyme, but not now, without my notes. Cause I suck, but you suck worse And you're whiter than me Cause I dress like a Mr. T I got Southern California tan, that's the man I'm super cool cause I can't talk I'm Bill, I'm Phil Bill And I'm here to say I'm here to play the American way That's right Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I East Coast, West Coast <laughs> fight right it's here. East Coast, like, West Coast. Like Tupac, Biggie type. Oh, yeah. Definitely like that. So, Tavern Cast fans, get up on the boards right now on the forums, my friends. Go up there and vote East Coast for Mike Monin or just West confirm. Coast. Just confirm and represent. West Coast for Bill Tickner. Just give us a vote. Who won the rap battle? East Coast, Mike Monin or West Coast, Woo! Bill Tickner? Get up there right now. Let us know, and yeah, we yeah. will discuss it on the next Tavern. Oh, yeah, that's right, baby. I can't. I, yo, I, yo. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't pick. I can't pick either. They're just both so awesomely. Wait, wait. I think one of them has to shirt off. They're both just so awesomely white and gifted, apparently, at rap. <laughs> they're so special. Let me tell you, I've never heard rapping like that before. And looking that like some Ghostbuster chick named Zool. Do you know how long it took me to come up with that line? Thank you. Just Wait, how'd you like? I love. How'd you like? Uh, my favorite was. Um, where the hell is it? The, you're hanging with. You're hanging with Bush. You're getting kind of nervous. I'm in bed getting Bill Clinton's service. Come on, it's I awesome. thought that was pretty good. It's awesome because it doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> yeah, nervous service. It's, oh, oh, nervous. <laughs> I thought you focused on the word Bush. I'm waiting for the rhyme with Bush. No. Because you're in, you're with Bill Clinton getting his tush. Or, you know, I, I couldn't. Like, huh? Swallow more balls and tables at pool halls? <laughs> Can I just tell you both that um, wow. neither of you should quit your day job? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on. This is awesome. No, My you guys should definitely fun. go to the Detroit Rap Club. I got, I got Blumkin in there. Come on. Hey, how do you get? <laughs> That's right, you've gone and waked that tick, and pretty soon you'll be sucking my. Hey, now, don't be like that! <laughs> I was gonna send these tapes to Jay Z, just, you know, 
in case they were really good. You know, make you guys like multi-million dollar play of stars, but I don't think you got it. I bet you Eric and All I right. could rap better than you. Oh! Uh, oh, oh, let's, let, oh! I think we need to hear oh, this. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't oh, rap. Please do. Stop! This is madness! Please! I don't rap. Uh, no! Freestyle, 30 challenge. seconds. I heard the throwdown. It's time for MC All Owen. Right. Here, I'm going first. Oh, yeah. I can rap. <laughs> I don't want to piss on every superficial issue with you. Rap, rip you apart like tissue. When I'm done with you, you'll just be a little hoe. <laughs> little, I say, a little hoe. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Hey, Bill, 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 you got classical music in there? Yeah. <laughs> hit, up, hit up some, cla- or jazz. Jazz or classical music, pick one. Okay, here he goes. <clears throat> I saw a girl yesterday. She was really fat. (laughs) And then I thought, yo, I bet Bill would hit that. When it comes to intimacy, three's plenty of fish in the sea. But listen to me, I know about your little deficiency. While you're hanging with Bush, you're getting kind of nervous. I'm in my bed getting Bill Clinton service. Must be told, let me tell you a little something about the reading rainbow. Two cent game over in the So I don't know if you guys are like me, but whenever I have any downtime, if I'm not watching television or painting Warhammer or I fixing fly model airplanes, one of my model airplanes, <laughs> and I rapping. love model airplanes. I rap or or masturbating. I tend to <laughs> I was read just say that. a lot. <laughs> You're like great minds like alike. <laughs> wow, that's frightening. Um, no, so He's all love I re- now after the rap battle. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, seriously though, since the birth of the iPad, um, you know, I've got a, I have not yet converted all of the books that I have, um, if you want to call them that. They're not really like great books that you put in a library or on a shelf or something. They're sort of the books that you hide under the bed, um, particularly when you've got mixed company coming over, and they tend like to be very. Novels? Yeah, they tend to be very sci-fi oriented books. We're talking like space. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you haven't converted them? You want to convert them to like the Kindle format or something? No, they're and why all would available. You do that? They're all available for super cheap on the iPad. So but any why do, new why books do that, that going you, forward? Oh, you want them, you, the new ones? You want in that format? Yeah, and if I ever go to reread an old one, like some like an old favorite, I may just buy it on iPad rather than trying to find it in the attic. And do you because, prefer reading on an iPad versus actual paper? I do now. At this Have point, you tried I, I just because it's so convenient. It's so. Uh, it, 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 it. I mean, I've got all the books there in one screen. I mean, I've got a you know a few rows of them at this point, and I've read a few books. And for me, I, I really don't miss holding them, holding the actual paper in my hands. Eric, How about you've got you guys? a Kindle. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Have you tried a Kindle? No. Kindle? no. Different. See, I have a Kindle. Same kind of situation. And, and to me, I don't even realize. After a little while, I don't even realize I'm not reading a paper book. Is that right? Um, especially with the Kindle, because it, it has all the limitations of paper in some regards in that it doesn't have any illumination, so you need a light on and everything. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In many ways, it is like reading books. But see, it, see, I can't get past the whole paper thing. Like, I, I, I worked for Amazon for a good three years or so, and there was Kindles all over the place. And 
I, I liked it. it. It was cool. I think it's revolutionary for people who travel and they don't want to carry a bunch of books with them. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I still like paper. Yeah. I haven't I haven't gotten into any electronic readers. I've got a little I my, my iPhone. I can look at books on that, but. It's a, there's something I still like about holding a book. Even my Me reference too. books, like when I'm doing work stuff, having it in paper format, I think it's still valuable to me. I kind of like know. seeing them on a library, too. Like, you have your books, and, like, you can scan the library, and you just, by the binding alone, the color yeah. and the way it's all arranged, you know what book it is. And if you're a guy like me that I read, but... Sometimes it may take me two or three years to get through a book. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll read a couple chapters every now and again, and I'll go off to do something else and come back to it later. I, it's easier for me just to go back and find that paper book, find the dog ear that's in the page, pick it back up and read it. Yeah. Well, I think the readers do the same thing if you're concerned about that. They certainly yeah. hold it within their... I mean, I know the iPad has got a, a library bookshelf, and it shows the cover of each book, and you just touch on it, and it picks up exactly where you left off. So yeah. I, I know there's there's sort of the... The, functionally, it's the same, I think, um, but there is the there there is the you know the difficult quality. It's, it's tough to capture of, of just actually holding a book and yeah. sort of the smell of the pages. For for me, which is a good thing. The downside for me is just that they pile up, and I'm such a neat freak. I mean, I really like you know clean desk, and I like to have things organized. And man, these things just pile up and pile, and then I have to get rid of them, and I feel bad about getting rid of them. But in yeah, the but iPad. You- when the 2012 solar flares come and wipe out the power grid, <laughs> yeah. and you're not able to recharge those bad boys no! to read your books, no. I'll be like Burgess only people Meredith. like me are going to have the crucial information to rebuild society. And Mike, yeah, Mike I'm, and I I'm can rebuild fuck. society. Right. You clowns are yeah. my Kindle. Bryce, my I, Kindle I, doesn't I, work. I've seen your library, Bryce. We're fucked. And you can't. <laughs> hey, when it, when it all hits the fan, you can't burn a Kindle for fuel. <laughs> That's what the guns right. are You could, but you might die. You could, but you might die. Now, Bryce, what? you're you're a really interesting case for me because I've known you, and and I know you like um, geeky stuff. I know you like things like Star Trek and Star Wars, and I mean, hell, man, you even like like Battlestar Galactica, not even Battlestar Galactica, but the really super nerd puppets in space sort of stuff. Um, and <laughs> if, Star if, Trek. <laughs> I think he's referring. He's probably ref- he's referring to Babylon Five, but Babylon he also 5. is indirectly referring to Farscape, which I've never seen. But that's the one with Muppets in space. But carry on, Farscape. <laughs> the fact that I know that actually confirms his assertion. But go and ahead. yet you're not the biggest fan of fantasy or that kind of thing in a book form. And typically, you've you've heard it time and time again from countless numbers of people that the book is always better than the movie. And that's because you can flesh it out more in a book. You can mm-hmm. use your own imagination, which is infinitely superior to whatever um, visual effects they put up on a screen, inevitably. And there are really, really great science fiction books out there. And when I'm talking science fiction books, I'm talking pretty much everything between space, fantasy, magic, science, and religion. Those can, and, and oftentimes they all get combined together. A number of the really great books that are more easily approachable than the epics, okay? And when I'm talking about the epics, I'm talking about, for instance, Tolkien. I mean, everybody knows Tolkien and The Lord of the Rings, but if, you, if you've sat down and actually read it, I've never been, I have not been able to get through it. It's just very difficult reading because they talk about the smell yeah. of the flowers and then they talk about what they had for second breakfast and they talk about, it's just right. a so, lot. Wait, so you're telling me that books are better than the movies. I've heard this Amen. assertion over and over and over again. Okay. Right. Lord of the so, Rings. Perfect example, buddy. I read Fellowship of the Ring and I read part of Two Towers before I utterly couldn't stand it anymore and stopped right. reading it. I hated Hated with the capital H and all the rest of the letters capitalized. Hated that book. 
Okay. Horrible. You, you, I give you that one. I, I absolutely give you that one. But then there's things like Dune, right? Dune is a, is a definitely an epic book. The movie kind of sucked, but the and it was okay. I mean, it depends on who you talk to. Forget it. Don't 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 read those. Don't. They're awesome, but don't read they're those. Too, yeah. I, okay. So fine. I've read to take a book that's like two inches thick. And, right. So I've read Ender's Game. Right. Everybody's like Ender's I Game is like the greatest book, book ever. Mm-hmm. Nope. I read Ender's Game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But I'll tell you what, if they made a movie off of it today, even if they totally didn't do it justice, as long as it was pretty solidly around the storyline, I'd be like, great movie, awesome. Well, that's I just, difficult. I, have, I haven't that's, read That's a- difficult to say, though, because they haven't made the movie. You're comparing it to something that you haven't seen yet. You're right, saying, about, well, if they made the movie, it's going to be awesome. How about Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park I read. I also saw the movie. Uh, the book has more in it, just like every book does. There's more characterization. There's a couple extra scenes. There's like a part in a raft where they're escaping from a T-Rex and stuff like that. Right. Jurassic Park. Well, well, Jurassic no, in general, Park's because difficult... the movies are shorter. But I enjoyed Jurassic Park too. So I, I just honestly, I think what you're doing is you're comparing apples to oranges in many. Yeah. Cases. No, what I'm trying is I'm just defending my point, which is that I, yet in Generally. my life, as of yet, I have never read a book that I would put superior to any movie I have ever seen. Oh, I think Harry Potter. Well, I think Jurassic Park. I'm sorry, Mike. Let me just. The Jurassic Park book is is difficult because the movie was so good, and it's the first time you ever see like dinosaurs like that on screen. That scene where you know it takes you and 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 he goes like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and you see like the brontosauruses like drinking out of the the pond, and then and then there's the other scene where you first see the Tyrannosaurus, and it's got that super giant yell, and I mean it just gives you chills. I mean the first time you see it, so it's you're you're comparing it to like almost one of the greatest movies ever. Jurassic Park, right? But uh, so it, it's you gotta you're you're really going for like the gold standard. So generally speaking, books tend that most people say books generally tend to be better than the movies that are based on them. Sorry, well, Mike, you were going to say not the books, books and movies. You know, I've, you've heard this argument. I don't know forever. Death. You know, and and it's actually they they serve two different purposes to my mind. I mean, when I have a book and I'm sitting down and reading and you know, basically, if it's a if it's a for fun book or whatever, and I'm kind of escaping for a couple hours or or whatever, it's there's nothing that you can't imagine that you can't picture. Or you've got a whole, you know, you've put a whole your whole mind spin on everything you're reading, and so it gives you that freedom to do that. Whereas a movie's more structured and True, short yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. And but movies are bite sized and fun, and you go and escape for a while on somebody else's vision of it. But yeah. So I, I don't think it's a better or worse thing. They're just two I different I think they're modes. apples and oranges, and I think yeah. some appeal to some personalities more, and some appeal to other people more. And I think even you could even say it's kind of like the difference between a movie and a television series or a miniseries. Well, the amount okay. of depth and plot that you can put into yeah. one is totally small different than the other. Big the screen, you, you know, can... There's a lot of differences. Here's yeah, my and, and also, I think that it, it's a matter of commitment. I, I think the difference between a book and a movie is a movie you know is going to be a certain amount of time. It's going to be a couple, and yeah. normally a short, well, relatively you know speaking, couple hours. Too. I think I know where you're going with this, and what I'm going to say is that I'll be browsing around on, Net, on Netflix on my Roku, and there's thousands of movies in there. And I'll be looking at a movie, and I'm like, it'll say something, and it's like two lines, and it'll, it'll say it's two hours long. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to spend that time. Right. Whereas I will pick, I, I have read the Game of Thrones series twice. And that's God knows how many hours. Okay, but <laughs> so. look, but you got because you know. Okay, here's the thing though. Looking back, you know it's great. How did you decide to invest that amount of time not that's knowing it's great? Yeah. 
Well, and the thing too is it's very hard with books because I'm like, like yeah. But how did you do the, that though? When you before you I read Game know. of Thrones, how, how did you get yourself to do that? You had a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I picked up a. For some reason, I picked up that book at the store and I read the back and it looked interesting and then. Dude, but if I had a dollar for all the books that I have in my library that I picked up from the store because I read the back and it looked interesting, and, and I still haven't read it, read it, it. Yeah. Right. but okay. but like I'd, someday I'd like now, to. I could, I could you know? pull a Bryce here. I could say, well, you just didn't give enough time. You right. need to read the whole thing. Blah, blah, blah. Well, there's my point. Yeah. All right, so no, but I mean, like, okay, but, but books are like, so you brought up the movie thing where it was like, I look at the description and in two hours, it's like, screw that, I don't want to waste two hours. I feel like it's like a, a monumental investment of time with a book no, where it's like, I, you get into a book and if it doesn't hook me in the first like 50 pages or so right. I'm like my god I am totally wasting my life reading That's... this crap and the worst thing about a book here let me compare them. this is my this is a long beef I've had Uh-oh. in a movie if you spend Brace an yourself. hour Rainbow. Yeah, the matches. <laughs> an hour and 50 minutes or so spent in a movie and you get all the way to the end and it's a crappy ending right and you're like Fuck, why did I waste all that time this movie sucked right it's an hour and 50 minutes. You go all the way through a book, and you get to the ending, and it sucks. You're like, fuck, I've just wasted like three months of my life. <laughs> well. Three months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think for one thing, maybe you read slower than a kid. <laughs> But the other thing, I yeah, but I, but I don't read all at once, right? I mean, I can't. Like, I, okay, so no, my, no, no, I'll no, tell no. you, this my, my reading, thing. my reading location, gentlemen, is the bathroom. I have a book on the toilet. So I think we see where this is. That motherfucker is there. I'm working all damn day. I'm working all damn night. This is and when right. I gotta take I when, when, the when I gotta take a boy's deuce and I go into the number two to drop the loo. I pick up my book. I get like. Three pages in and got a dog ear that biatch again. By the way, don't touch my books because now you know. Dog ear that biatch. Put it back you know, up I'm there. Never borrowing a book from you again. Four <laughs> months later, I might or might not finish that book. See, I think a maybe you need to take longer craps, but b <laughs> now your legs fall asleep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I think so. For me, the habit is at night before I go to bed, maybe for fifteen minutes, I read a book. And if you if you add that up, you're going through. An hour, more over an hour a week, reading a book. All right. I don't want to read it's not, at night. Sex. What? What <laughs> yeah, is wrong with right. you? You got to have something that grips you. And the most difficult thing is people are constantly referring to me great books and, like Eric said, great movies that I haven't seen because either you start it and it just doesn't speak to you or it doesn't grip you, and you don't want to invest that kind of time and effort into it. So, for I think for anybody that that is curious about science fiction stuff okay that you, you know you like science fiction movies you think that science fiction oriented games are interesting or any part of science fiction seems somewhat appealing to you i highly recommend you you get a book and this book is is very easy cuz it's only about i think it's like 150 pages okay so you can literally read this i don't know very very quickly i'm not going to say how much time it's it's the same guy that wrote Ender's Game. It's a guy named Orson Scott Card, okay? And this book falls into my category of great ideas. And it's a simple idea. He basically has a prisoner planet, all right? And it's some world future, God knows what. And the prisoner planet is subdivided into tribes essentially that are sort of all over the planet and it's years and years and years that these it's like a it's like a it's like australia as a planet right and so you've got 
each of these tribes have developed a certain specialty. Maybe one specialty has become like an, an incredible ability to um, scientifically figure out how to regenerate their own bodies. So they ultimately become these super warriors, and no one can stop them because they'll like sort of take a blow rather than uh, you know they'll take a blow and and they'll give twice back because it doesn't matter because they can just regrow their arm or something like that. Then there's a different tribe that's developed this um, these other abilities. I don't want to spoil anything, but each try and there's it, but the problem is that planet doesn't have any metal. And so the whole idea is that they each have their fighting to to mine this metal, to beam it back to the free people in the hopes that someday they'll be their prison sentence commuted. It, it's very fast-paced because it was written as a short story, but it won so many awards and was such a great short story that he fleshed out some of the concepts and it, it's it's just it's almost like a great lesson in what's good science fiction can be, which is just a great idea. Well, what's the book title? Treason. Orson Scott Card's Treason. You can probably find it on Amazon, and it's going to be very inexpensive because it's a very thin, easy-to-read book. And if you don't like Treason, my opinion, give up on sci-fi. Forget it. Reading's not for you. But if you, but you've got to try Treason. And if you, if, and if you, and and if you like that book, then there's a whole litany of books. Yeah, but you how can, can you, into. how can you possibly say that everybody's different? Nope. I don't know, because I've recommended it to maybe 10 people and every single person. Maybe. I can say it because, you know, I can say it. (laughs) It may not be absolutely true. (laughs) He has the First Amendment, right. Right. No, but I'm just saying, like, I've... Yeah, but I could recommend you a bunch of books that are short like that. Not a bunch. One. Just one. I can name you one. The Long Walk by Stephen King slash Richard Bachman. Yeah, but that's but. What are you trying to sell for that? Or the though? Dark Tower series by King. Yeah, well, Dark Tower. No, he wants he wants short stories. He wants short. That's a that, short story. I love Stephen. But are you trying to recommend horror to somebody and say if you like it's that not book, then you're gonna it's like horror? It's science fiction. It's science fiction slash uh, social commentary, like so, Planet so, okay, of the Apes. Okay, okay. So Bill's got tre- recommends treason. You but recommend already, Stephen King's The Long Walk. All right, I will read The Long Walk if you read Treason. I like the Dark Tower. I'm, series. I'll read all. Though. I love the Dark Tower series. I like Cryptonomicon. You guys read that? See, I think Mike is more of a reader than he's letting on. Yeah, that right. Well, okay, like Mike. Thick. It took Mike, me what is Cryptonomicon? Awesome book. Yeah. But wait, what? what are we doing here? I mean, are we li- is the is the topic listing off our favorite books? For a second, no. we were fighting about it. Now we're into like just random. Kumbaya. You should like this book. What no. are we doing? What I'm saying is, is that there are, there are tons of books that I know of that I love, but there are tons of books that I don't know of that you guys love. So, for instance, you love The Long Walk. I, think we're starting a I would book love, book. I would yeah. love to read <laughs> yeah, this book. Exactly. I would love to read this book and 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 have the confidence that it's going to be good because I trusted. Read Bryce's copy, though. I trusted you. <laughs> And I don't necessarily trust like some random book editor or you know looking at the cover of a book or something like that. The best books I've ever read in my life have come from word of mouth. So what is Cryptonomicon about? Um, Stephen um, Neil Stevenson. Neil Stevenson wrote it, and, and if you haven't read thick. any of his stuff, I would say Bill. It's very Tolkien-esque. Yeah, it's it's, it's very in flowery. The epic, yeah, it, and uh, but he, it's a modern slash just. Goes back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it's split. It's split between two times. It's split once in the uh, World War Two with the uh, the guys um, special the special unit of guys that are trying to break the German code to you know lure them into traps and and do things based around the Enigma encryption code. system yeah. they use. Yeah. And uh, and then in the modern times, uh, it revolves around a story and setting up a data haven, all revolving around encryption as well. And so. 
the the some then and the two main characters on both sides are related like a grandfather and a grandson type thing. It was just I don't know. It was a great. See, and this to me sounds fundamentally boring. No, but it it's it's hard to describe. Yeah, it's it's, it's very geek heavy. If you tell me that a book is hard to describe, the last thing I want to do is read it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so see, let me tell you guys the story of the long walk because it's like a movie pitch, and that's why it was real simple. It's in the future. People, it's in a fascist state, and people earn their freedom in a in a game but you have to earn it okay and so the when boys come of age i think it, it was either 18 or 16 i don't remember which one it was um you register into this contest called the long walk and you basically it is exactly that you walk until you can't walk anymore and the last person who's walking at a very steady clip uh wins their freedom and a bunch of money and a lifetime of success and women and so forth right why, why does that sound interesting but the problem is is that when you stop walking you get shot. Right. Great so, idea. That's a great idea. No, it's a great I, book. I that's, that's a great book. idea. And, that's and a it's book all, based it's a, on a it's great a, idea. And it's yeah, in, yeah. and it follows the walk and all of the cultural ramifications of what's going on and all the conversations with the characters that outline what kind of culture they're living in and the situation they find themselves embroiled in and the state of the world and it's very very interesting from a political science fictiony kind of basis. Well, see, I think this is proving Bill's point in that they're you can divide them into at least two groups, one of which is books that are based on it. one interesting idea, which is this one, right. and all the ramifications. And then what Mike and I are talking about, Cryptonomicon, which is more of an epic book. It's not really based yeah. on any one. It's more of an exploration. It's actually based around an idea. Yeah. Well, encryption as freedom. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, kind of what true. it's about. Yeah, true. Uh, you know, I liked... Um, um, the Wheel of Time series, but I'm a little scared of that one too. See, I never finished it. Yeah, that's an epic. There's but I, no I really one. liked it though. It's an interesting world. The thing, the, the the Wheel of Time series starts with the book, The Eye of the World. What's the guy's name? Robert Jordan. Jordan. Robert He's Jordan. Dead. Yeah. And uh, the problem with the Wheel of Time series is is that I've got I've got that fear that I'm gonna get I'm gonna push myself and read up to what they're up to like book twelve or thirteen or something right now and they're st- they still haven't finished it although they're set to finish it with a ghostwriter now but still it's like what if I get all the way to the end and it sucks I have wasted how much time and that's that's always my concern with the epics I, I did that with them um, the Rama books Arthur C Clarke's Rama books. Right and went through like rendezvous with Rama and something else with Rama and I got through almost all of it. Got got right near the end and then it started taking a tailspin. I'm like, what the hell? Same thing with um, Arthur C. Clarke's 2001 series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, it just went downhill after 2010. Yeah. I they thought. tend to. They tend to. That's why I only read books by word of mouth. I only read books at this point based on people who recommend them to me. And some people say, well, I'll only read a book that's got an actual ending to it where the series is finished because too long. Do you? But then you'd never read Game. Of Thrones, which is a great, a great series as well, and that's clearly unfinished. And God only knows if that's ever going to be finished. You have to understand that you you don't. I I would say this about movies too, but you shouldn't if you if you enjoy like say you watch a movie and it's a two hour movie and you enjoy an hour and fifty five minutes and the last five minutes suck. What's the problem there? Mm -hmm. Most of the movie you don't read a book to get to the end. Yeah, yeah, yes, but I wanted to be I wanted to be a fulfilling experience. Like I've read books that just like just like movies. I guess there are fulfilling movies and there are fulfilling books where you go back like, damn, that was a really good book. Well, right, but the difference is it's the time involved. Just like a movie, you're going to know in the first twenty five, fifty. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Well, no, or you're going to give it a chance. 
I have to plow through it. In fact, I, I, I'm sorry, Mike, I have to disagree. I find that sometimes I have to read 50 to 100 pages to actually get into a book. And then once I'm about 100 pages in, then I find the characters that I'm interested in. Then I can sort of relate. Then I can understand the system under which they're working and sort of what the rules are well, for the powers that are in that world. I don't think we're disagreeing. I just threw out a 50, 25 No, no, no. The... You're wrong <laughs> again. Wait, not another rap battle. So there's, um, yo, I mean, yo, for, yo. For... Oh, yeah. Let's get it on, moaning. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. You're wrong. You're wrong. And I'm right. And books are awesome because that thing's so cool. Horses got caught in treason, so fool. I appear Anthony, incarnation's immortality. You're talking cryptonomicon because that's just not reality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're creating a monster here. This is the whitest show ever. Yeah, he's going pretty good there. Uh-huh. How you about know, spy novels, espionage novels? If yeah. we shifted away from sci-fi, yeah, see, I mean, those so are I, like those are like mind candy. I, I find. think everybody likes. Everybody has the things they like. I don't like any of those. You don't I like any of those? I don't either. I cannot get into them. Oh, I, I just, tried like, reading Ian Fleming because it was bogged, and I'm just I like not like it at all. Uh, Lacare, I've tried. Tom Clancy, the, uh, the Bourne series. I just can't get in. Clancy's, Clancy's more like good. tech thriller, yeah, military. I like, I like Tom Clancy though. Clancy. I like Tom Clancy quite a bit, especially his stuff before you start letting everyone write his book for anybody that's that's listening that's a younger reader and that's interested in sci-fi and they're kind of sick of reading harry potter for the 10th billionth time um which is a great book by the way a great series of course but um i mentioned it piers anthony is a terrible writer but he comes up with some really great ideas and a lot like he's got that very old xanth novel the xanth series is everybody lives in a world and each person has one power like one magic power and i think there was the first book is called a spell for chameleon and it's sort of like for teen readers it's sort of again a cool concept but the the main character doesn't have a power he's the only person in the entire world that doesn't have a power and he has to sort of figure out why and has to figure out how to survive in a world where um where everybody else has a power. But the better book that Pierce Anthony came out with is a series called Incantation or Incarnations of Immortality. And the first one is called On a Pale Horse. And the idea is th- there are like seven incarnations of like existence. So you've got uh, death, um, war, time, uh, uh, fate, um, you know, good and evil sort of thing. Maybe, and I probably forgot somebody else. Um, but the very first one, On a Pale Horse, obviously is death. And the idea is that each of those incarnations is an office. It's like a job. And the way you get death is it starts out this guy is pretty down on his luck, and suddenly the Grim Reaper comes in the door just as he's about to like shoot himself, and he ends up shooting the Grim Reaper. And uh, and, and he kills him. He kills the Grim Reaper. And by virtue of killing him, he then becomes a Grim Reaper. And he has to put on the cloak, and he's got the big giant scythe, and his horse can actually transform into this car or whatever he wants it to turn it. And he's got to go around weighing people's souls, good and evil. And if there's too much, and they, you know, the ones that are sort of in balance, and if there's enough good, then they sort of float up, and if they're evil, they go down, and then it it's becomes like Joe Black. Sounds like it, maybe. And 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 at the you know, and, and that in and of itself is cool. And then you sort of find out who the other offices are, and then there tends to be sort of this um, meta plot where you know Satan is sort of again another office the guy comes in and uh, is trying to um be a little bit devious and again i don't want to ruin anything but there are there are um turns and twists in the plot that are that are really great that you don't see coming so again it's a more basic sort of book very easy reading sort of like teen reading maybe a little bit older teen reading but if um if you're of that age i highly recommend on a pale horse yeah what are you guys reading now 
well, I finished two books. I finished one by Patrick Rothfuss um, called Name of the Wind. And this is probably one of my favorite books of all time. Horrible title. Horrible title. It's called Name of the Wind. But again, it's a it's a story about a guy who's the ultimate, he's a hero, right? And he, and it's it blends in magic and the whole thing. And he, he, you know, he's down in this, he becomes a slum kid, an orphan, and at a giant city, and he has to scrape out an existence. And then he, he makes it into the world, and he goes to like a university, like a Harry Potter type university. And there's three books in the series, and there's only the first book. So, you know, the second book should be coming out next year. It's excellent. Could not recommend that more. Patrick Rothfuss, Name of the Wind. The other book um, is by a guy named Jim Butcher, and he's got two series. One's called The Codex Alera, and that's an interesting – talk about a, a good idea, uh, just a story. This is – he. this was based on a bet – for, I guess um, he, he said you can any good writer can make a great story out of a bad idea, um, and so another uh, the, uh, this I guess is legend on the internet. If you look up Wikipedia, the the, the uh, another writer told him, "I'll bet you can't." He called his bluff. He says, "I'll bet you can't make a good story from a bad idea." And he says, "I'll bet I can do it. Uh, make a good story out of two bad ideas." So the guy said, "Okay, here's your two bad ideas." The first is the Ninth Roman Legion. Now, I don't know if you guys know, in folklore, the, the Ninth Roman Legion with the Centurions, they went out on a mission and they got lost, never seen from again. Okay, so sort of their, the mysterious Ninth Roman Legion. And then the second bad idea is Pokemon. So, so Jim Butcher combined an entire world based on the Ninth Roman Legion and Pokemon. And you wouldn't know that reading these books unless you heard that. But, but now that you hear that with that in mind, if you go and read these books, they're, they're tremendous. And then last but not least is The Dresden Files by the same author, Jim Butcher. This is one where he's got the main character as a detective. And you guys talked about Spy, which is not, it's not really Spy. It's more of a mystery. Um, but the guy is, is the a, one they made a TV series into? It, a terrible TV series. And it did not resemble the book at all um, and, and uh, but but the Dresden files he is a the main character is a, a private investigator but he's also a wizard and um, and he actually goes out and you know has magic and is um, deals with the supernatural things like ghosts and demons and um, you know uh, uh, vampires and some of the cooler characters are in there is uh, the, the guys from the um, three guys from the cruciform sword I mean so there there's you know three of the uh, sword that were formed from the uh, the nails um, in, in on the from the cross. They're basically the hilt of the sword, and these guys are like holy warriors that become his friends. And it's um really really great uh, set of books. Again, very easy reading, not epic style stuff. Very approachable. I I've just started a book. It's called Noise. I do not. I don't remember the name of the, the author at the Noise? moment. Noise, as in what we get, what we're making right now on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a post-apocalyptic novel um, based around a couple kids, college kids who are trying to survive, and and they have they're getting uh, their information from some kind of like TV broadcast. And that sounds cool. It's interesting. Yeah. It, the idea is that when the digital broadcast came in, there was a bunch of bandwidth that was that was no longer being used, and pirate stations started broadcasting on this bandwidth, saying. You know, the end is coming, you need to do this, you need to do that. And there's kind of like this big competition. And they put together this long, this book of of what you should do when it happens from listening to this. And then it happens and they're basically putting their plan into into motion. And I haven't read far enough to know how well it works. So, so far it seems okay. I'm not sure it's, it's great yet, but I'll know more later. 
I read a lot of neat idea. Two-year-old and three-year-old books. <laughs> <laughs> One fish, two fish. Penthouse right? letters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> basic way in which a cougar kills most of its prey is by crushing back the skull or the breaking the neck. Great. He's going to ride your back. He's going to ride you to the ground with his with his claws dug into your back. He's got this uh, wet steel vice grip around your around your neck, and uh, you may bleed to death, or you may. Uh, be suffocated. Right. Or you may drown in, in your own blood, some combination of the above. But the, the point is, you're going to get to hang around for a while and, and, and know that something bad is happening to you. Sliding up to the bar with us here is Infernal Jill, and she's got some crazy nonsense about animals that attack people. What's up, Jill? What is up with all the animal attacks? We had, you know, last year they had the killer whale attack the trainer, the fatal bear uh, maulings. There was in Yellowstone and Montana this past month. You know, shark attack killed one in Australia. What is up with all that? Well, Nicole, it's because of the end times. You see, in Revelation 18.5, it says, And the Lord God sends the animals upon man to smite, smite, burn, and destroy. All right, well, okay, if that's true, okay, we've got, we're in Southern California here, and the ocean's in front of us, and I don't swim in the ocean much, but I have this innate fear of sharks. And I am not even out there, and I still have, like, dreams about sharks i think because my mom took me to see jaws when it first came out in the movie theater but if okay let's say let's just say if you guys had to get killed by an animal Uh, i'd rather not what animal would you choose and why Mm. if you had to go that way which animal if if i have to get killed absolutely all right so you you say you know you're gonna die by animal attack absolutely yeah all right and the question is which one would you pick would you go by the way of that poor grizzly guy that got kind of dragged? That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, because he knew yeah, it was happening. He had to kind of try to play dead. It's not very quick, right? No. I mean, you'd get like he, eaten. Well, he got. The, the, didn't he get like scratched in the neck or whatever? He scratched, like, so he like bleeds out, and you are like alive while no, the thing no, is actually, eating you. No, actually, the bear I think like had his neck in his mouth. Mm-hmm. See, and the, then, the like, question though is kind of a multi-part questioner. It's one that you have to pick which way you're going to go with it because there's two ways to get I killed by animals. Say this. There's the there's the way you prefer to be killed, oh. which would be like quick and fast or right. there's the way that would have the most entertainment value there, there you go <laughs> you don't need entertainment value which is you're gonna die anyways you know you yes. might as well. I mean, I mean, shark, I mean it's like a toss up between like do I want like you know uh, to be eaten alive by live larva or do I want to be uh, you know eat, quickly decapitated by like a shark Ant eaters, yeah, violated a by ant eaters. Ant eaters, going through all your little whale. cavities. Or you know, there's like those spiders, right, that like paralyze you oh, and then Lord, just eat you awful. like slowly over time. Ooh, that yes, seems I like a bad you. way to go. That's high, just high entertainment volume. Lord of the Rings spider, rabid chipmunks. Ooh, I like that. Zombie chipmunks. Zombie, zombie chipmunks. Highly irate gerbils. Or is it those? Is it those? How would a highly irate gerbil? You can have some of that. You put me on that wheel, will you? You put me on that spinning wheel. (laughs) I'm gonna kill your ass now, you son of a bitch! I'm not on the diet, fat ass. (laughs) I'm not gonna sit around here and poop in my own cedar drop. 
ever again. For your entertainment, you put me up that stinky hole that smells like horrendous death itself. I'm gonna freaking claw my way out. You hear me up there? That ain't hey, never gonna happen again. Hey, no Alvin. more Mr. Nice Hamster. Hey, Alvin, Alvin, yeah. hey, um, yeah. what, are, what are you talking about, dude? Dude, seriously, this one time I had this dream that, like, uh-huh. somebody just grabbed, like, Dave, he grabbed me, and then I, like, it got all dark, and then I saw this light, like, at the end of the tunnel, and I crawled for the light, and then it just, it was like I had, it, there wasn't a lot of room, and it was like I was crawling through mud for my life, and it was hard to breathe, and dude, it, just dude, dude. T- it just smelled horrible, like the sewer, I was just like, oh my god, what crawled up here and died, and I thought, oh my god, maybe it's me, and I got scared, and, and then, like, there was all this, like, laughing that I could hear muffled on the outside, and then, dude. Like rumbling, and then I saw this thing like poking, like in, get out. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? It kept hitting me in the head over and over and over. I'm like, stop it! I'm already in this hell infested hole, and now I got this thing poking me in the head over and over. And then it stopped, and then I saw white light, and I crawled out, and I landed in a pool. And I'm like, oh, sweet relief! I could breathe, and I decided to swim in the pool for my life. And then Dave pulled me out and told me what a good boy I was, and put me back in the cage. It was horrible. You, you no. totally had a near gerbil death experience. Do you know that like five out of ten gerbils will die prematurely and say that they can read the serial numbers on top of their cages floating above? And then they <laughs> see a tunnel and a white light. And I don't know about the smells and stuff, but it sure does sound like you had a near gerbil death experience to me. Dude, that's a, that's heavy. I, I didn't even... I, whoa. I, I <laughs> you just guys kinda, are all in your right, own right, world. Right, right. I think we got enough false. And right, back so, to the chopping at hand. Which animal would you most no, like okay. to be eaten by? I like I like the idea of a whale. You wow. get eaten by a whale. Eaten by a whale. Yeah, but I like think a, you can a survive whale? in a whale for a while. Like like a giant whale underwater while you're scuba diving or whatever, just and away you go. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, but then slowly the digestive juices would just like tear you. Well, yeah, but then I'd light a candle and make him sneeze, and I'd shoot a <laughs> blowhole. Oh, that's how it'd be works. like a story forever, you know, but <laughs> it'd be awesome. I don't know, man. I, you ever see those like National one. Geographic videos where the whales are taking the seals, and they're like playing with them? They're like flipping them back, and the w- w- seals are like flying end over end through yeah. the waves, and they're just, t- you, you'd want to be that seal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so much. You know, I've always personally wondered if, uh, if by being swallowed by a whale and getting it in, in its stomach there, it's like a portal to, like, an alternate dimension. <laughs> you turn into a wooden little boy. Yeah, I think. and it's like you go into the stomach, but the stomach is like a whole new world. Like, the space inside the whale's stomach is actually, like, larger than, you know. Fantastic point. <laughs> What? And there's Timmy Sleepers? Dude, it was so weird. I went in there and it was nothing like that. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it right now! You're ruining the show! (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember the movie Cujo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The nice St. Bernard family dog. Oh, everybody loved you. So cute. And then he gets bit by a bat with rabies. And then he goes crazy. Yeah, Cujo I mean, can you imagine, like, you, that's like the most, that's one of the animals you, you, you're you thinking, that's not going to attack me. Man's best friend. Right. So what other animals do you think, well, which animal is not going to attack me? You have no no fear of an animal. Like, you know. A, a cat. The goldfish. I've, I've, n- I've never been attacked by an anteater. <laughs> what is this sure. with an anteater? <laughs> I, I've never been attacked by an anteater. <laughs> so, and a lemming. Have, I've never been attacked by a lemming. At the same do time, they have, have just a big tongue. 
They have a big, <laughs> they gum you to death. I think I'm just curious how they would actually kill you. <laughs> nom 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 nom. How's that gonna work? If out? you can't fit in that nose, you're not gonna. <laughs> gonna like, you'll die of boredom. Nom nom nom. They just gnaw on you. That would be a bad animal. Get killed by his great babe. Great babe. Over forty feet high. Great babe. Just a little bit shy. Great babe. But a super strong guy. Yep, that's me. Great babe. Great Because that guy was like, he would ride on the top of a like a van, and he'd go around solving crime. Yeah. That the chimpanzee Travis that ripped that lady's face off. Well, that's true. But this ape was like bigger than that. He's like King Kong. Great babe. He could like totally, you know. He no, no, he's no joke. That that chimpanzee thing, Nicole. <laughs> that that's like the most no clear reason I've ever heard to have a gun in your house. That story right there. Because they just sat there and dude flipping called the police and like he's eating her face. I'm like, dude, well, did you what see the, the hell? Great babe. Well, yeah, but what the hell? Why aren't people like taking steps to like get rid of the ape? Doesn't anybody have anything in the house? How about a bottle? Can you like yeah. break a bottle over its head? Like, right. How about flipping a chair at it? Instead, they're gonna cut beep 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 beep. 911 emergency. How can I help you call? Oh my god! Is it Can we have your address, ma'am? No, <laughs> One more time, ma'am, on the address. We. <laughs> uh, ma'am, we're gonna need you to calm down a little bit. What? What? What is exactly going? Hold on, ma'am, Bob. I think we've got another uh, heroin call here. <laughs> um, I mean, like, what the hell? You need something to You're like right. kill why the why animal. Did you do anything? Run it over. Whoa, do you? Something. Do you, or do you, you just get it. away? It it's like kind of that thing. Yeah, you don't have to run faster than the bear. You just have to run faster than your slowest friend. <laughs> so you so go you inside the house and you call my little one. Slow friend. She's done. Okay, I would choose something like a great white shark because mm. if you're gonna go, go the way that millions before of you have gone. Millions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather take a dragon. I'm gonna drag it. Ooh, yeah. Jeez, Mike, we all know that there's no way that dragons, dragons totally roast their meat first. That's why they have the high amber breath. They have to get it higher. Roasting alive is not an appropriate way to die. No, no way, Bill. No way. Uh-uh. I, I think really that I think it would be a lot cooler if I eat, eat my unicorn. No way, dude. There's no way a unicorn would totally kill you. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm serious. Hey, guys. No, so here. So really, so like the unicorn <laughs> thing, it's like, it's a, it's got a, it, it's got a big horn. Horn. No way, dude! We all know there's no way unicorns can kill human beings. They have totally succumbed only by virgin princesses. No, you're wrong. No, wait. No, uh, no, no, you're wrong. Because cause the unicorns have like one horn and it's magical and they stick it inside of you and then you die. Why can't we get away from Warcraft, people? No more fantasy. All the goldfish, you take them when they die, or if they're not even dead, and then they flush them down the toilet. Maybe underneath in the gutters, they're all like talking. They're all like going, "Hey, we're gonna, wow. hey, hey, man." What was the kid? Is that what they tell me? <laughs> hey, man. Evil bitch. What, what accent is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the goldfish. I know, but I love it. For a while there, I'm like, okay, so this is like um, like Cholo, and yeah. then it's kind of merging into like Eastern European, and then it's like Cholo European. Wow. All right, so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. I just want to understand. All the goldfish in the world are revolting. They're preparing a giant, you know, Les Miserables-type yeah, revolt yes. in yeah, the sewers. And what like exactly... Halloween. So now we're at the goldfish <laughs> meeting. 
in the sewers. <laughs> They're getting ready for to, to no, take hey, over. Dude. <laughs> yeah. What what is it, SA? What you got, girl? <laughs> what you want? <laughs> Yo, I got hey. dumped on the ball, alright? I, I, I got, got dumped out the ball. The we need to get back at our pirate. <laughs> Yo, fuck, roll with it. Hey, roll with it, Monin. Hey, fuck you, go, Monin. Hey, what up, Chola? Hey, Cholica. Hey, what, what's we gonna do with the white people up there, huh? Yo, when are the gold people? When is it gonna be the gold standard up there? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, when they lift up the toilets and they stick their bare white ass on us, we all torpedo up and kill them. <laughs> we go up into their anus, huh? All right. That's a good way to and kill them. Them out from the inside. So we're talking like like 50 bazillion goldfish up the anus. Underlay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm never gonna sit on the toilet bowl the same ever again. <laughs> and then we got to keep all our beta friends. <laughs> oh, those motherfuckers are mean, man. Those motherfuckers are mean. That's what you are. <laughs> Beta, beta Those betas, yeah, Japanese fighting fish. Hey, there's one over there. I see, a, I see a cheap Japanese fighting fish. What you got going on? Uh, let's get these white people. <laughs> we, we love what you bring. You know, we wanted a, we wanted a girl on the show to bring some sanity to the show. Well, thanks, thanks for bringing that along. Thanks so much. Anytime, boys. Anytime. <laughs> We're cool. We're really no fool. We play Tavercast because that's not school. Yeah, go on and listen to other podcasts because it's no good. We're the best. Yeah, we rule. That's right. Go on, donate some money because we can then bring some more funny. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh. Infernal Bill. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, and on that note, don't forget to leave a review for Taverncast on iTunes. You know what? Actually, don't leave a review for Taverncast on iTunes after this particular show. Save it for the next one. And, uh, yeah. Don't forget to write in and say who won on the rap contest. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. East Coast. Mike Bowden representing the East Coast. East Coast all the way, guys. Bill Tickner representing the West Coast. East side. West side. Make your vote. Let us know. The guy who loses is kicked off the show. All right, this is the <laughs> We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Taverncast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Rico. Suave.
Watson, get in here. What's going on for sure? You been sitting down on job again? Hey, boy. Get your ass in here right now. That's right. Hey. You want to record off of this? The Abuwa. Mary had a little lamb. Little lamb, little lamb. See, you did it again. You guys just poured the beer. I told you three times. Pour the pour beer. The what happened to what? Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Pour the Got beer. It. Bill, we're pouring the beer. Roger. Bill, we're pouring the beer. Hey, it may be, it may be, this may be the beer you really like, Bill. I hope so. This is closer to your light, fizzy beers I, you hey, like. Hey, what are you saying, light, fizzy beers? Than any other beer we've ever had. Beer right here. Come here. This is like a flirtini. Flirtini. Mom's a flirtini. No. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that last one hurt, Monin. That hurt. Ooh. Barely touched me. Almost like a scab. That's right. You ain't got nothing on me. Singing better than them kids on Glee. Giving all kinds of content for free. Yo, boy, boy, I'm bigger than Gandhi. And soon I'll be taking over your company. Yeah, I'm the original Kiro. Making money all kinds of zero. I got bigger superpowers than Nero. Working dollars like I work at Tiro. So don't get all up in my face. Cause otherwise, son, you'll soon be replaced by some new hockey who can use a mace. And you'll be gone without a trace. All hail me, the master of the space. Moaning, you ain't never gonna last. Cause this here's the world famous tavern cast. Going fertile, going fertile, going fertile, going fertile. All right, now I'm done. Well, that was the whitest display of whiteness I have ever seen. I know. Re remember, just you know, keep it taverncast friendly, because because all anyone ever cares about on the forums is uh, Warcraft. Right. Right. <laughs> There's an outtake for you. <laughs> 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 your favorite worst book you ever read? Recommendations? What you're currently reading? What was your first real book? As in, not all pictures. I don't know if Bryce has ever read any of those. Think? <laughs> <laughs> oh! No, no. Oh. Hey, you know that the show is about to get a lot better because I just unplugged Bryce. It went on for like 25 minutes, Bill. See, Bill, you don't see how this works. We can yammer on for 25 minutes about cattle mutilations, and that's all going to yeah. make it in. Yeah, that's right. All right, that's no, right. All right fine. That's fine. Right. No, no. No, no. I'm going to put the whole... I'm going to put it all in there. No, it's going to all go in. Geez, guys, the numbers that are out there in the static are just phenomenal. I can't believe you decode these numbers. It means I'm going to get anally prodded. Books are cool. I like to read books, but... <laughs> It's not like, you know, <laughs> books, yeah, you know, it's like. All right, Eric. Beer can. What? Eric. <laughs> hmm? Hunting. Hunting? I don't hunt, but. Uh, I don't, I, okay. yeah. no. Well, I mean, I think um, the other thing, too, is the, um. But, let me find the book thing again. Um. Yes. Um, like, you know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's the big concern here? <laughs> <laughs>